Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're the Polter Gals. Spooky. <laughs> What's up with grandma's dying? I know, Allison. I've I totally forgot that your grandma died. I'm so sorry. Um, well, my grandma died, and I'm going to tell you the story of how I accidentally killed my grandma before we get started today. It must be nice to be able to take multiple days off. What does that mean? I only got one. I have just to drive seven and a half hours. I just had the one day off. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to drive seven hours? Yes. Wait, where'd you go? <laughs> I, was, I thought yours was in town. Um, okay, and I still had the <laughs> one day off, nigga. You could have had Fight more me. days off. Fight me on that one. But, Allison, I have to tell you the story of how I killed my grandma. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So, as you know, I went to go see Taylor Swift, like, two weeks ago, right? Uh-huh. And when we were there, Taylor Swift plays a song called Marjorie, right? And Marjorie's about her dead grandma. Oh, so, wow. one of my best friends that went with me... Um, she recently, it's coming up on the one year anniversary of her grandmother passing away. Why is Again, everybody's grandma's passing away. And then why is it always this time of year that the grandmas be passing away? Yeah. Why? So anyway, so like it's coming up on the one year anniversary of her grandmother passing away. So she's like being super sentimental. And I was like, dude, you know, I'm so sorry. She was like feeling it. I tried filming her during the show. She like, I just hit my camera and was like, no, (laughs) it was so funny. Um, but Basically, I was like, dang, I'm so sorry, dude, you know. And she's like, she's like, when your grandma dies, you'll understand. I was like, I guess so. And I was like, I've had a lot of grandmas die. Because, like, I have grandmas. I've had great grandmas. Like, I've been very lucky. Also, like, remember, my parents are divorced and then, like, re replaced, you know. So, like, I got, like, quadruple parents, you know. Like, honestly, if I want to be serious, I probably have, like, six parents out there in the world, you know. So I'm like, dude, I already got so many. And then, like, I have so many grandmas and so many grandpas. And, like, I've been very lucky. So, like, I don't want to be, like, (laughs) flex. Like, I have so many grandmas. Um, Yeah, you're telling me, dude. (laughs) Was that your last grandma that died? I'm literally in the same boat as you. Oh, you got a lot of grandmas. (laughs) Yeah. Good. See, we're we're grandma rich. I have at least five. Yeah, see, so I had, like, at least five grandmas. Um, But, like, two of them I don't like. So, like... oops sorry the the ones that i don't like can't be the ones that ever die but i'm not gonna say that (laughs) but you just did (laughs) 
Anyway, one of my grandmas is mean to me. We've talked about it before. She's mean. And then my other grandma, like, it's not that she's mean to me. It's just like she's indifferent about me, you know? Unless she's like my step-grandma. So does that like even count? I don't know. I mean, and <laughs> Exactly. Whatever. Anyway. And my grandma that died is technically my step-grandma, but she's still my grandma. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this was like my grandma-grandma. And the, this grandma that passed, just passed away was the only grandma I liked was like the only grandma that was nice to me and like we were close and like had a good relationship and all this stuff right so anyway she was back to the conversation my friend was like you'll understand when your grandma dies and I was like you know too bad the only grandmas I have left are ones I don't like it's just like well you have one that you like and I was like yeah I know I have the one I like but like she's been sick for a really long time like she was the type of person back in the day that would drink like literally like four dr peppers a day like if you were to take a blood sample from this woman it would be dr pepper like it would just be black <laughs> syrup coming out of her veins <laughs> literally allison um and then like also my grandma was the type of person who never hydrated only drank dr pepper um literally lived on veiny weenies for lunch every day for 40 years okay not me <laughs> and then also literally smoked like a pack a day Ooh. for 40 years so Mike. listen, <laughs> um, listen again. This is what happens. Like you know, like she's been sick for a while. Um, so she's she's seventy seventy three. She just passed away, right? Um, but she actually, you want to know something even like spookier? What? She actually passed away on what would have been my grandpa's eighty fourth birthday. Oh no! Thanks. She passed away on his birthday, or she what would have been his time. birthday? She's like, it- it's time i I miss my hubby and like my grandfather's been dead for about 10 years um he died when i think i was 12 so um maybe i guess 12 12 years now i'm an old lady oh my god um we're really (laughs) we're really not though um if you're an old lady i'm older than you so that makes what does that make me um okay. ancient to be fair i'm only a few months <laughs> so it's not much of a difference. yeah 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 um but anyway so my grandma was 73 and like she'd been sick for a really long time again my grandfather died 10 years ago so my uncle has been the one that's like been taking care of her but also she's like low-key a hoarder so uh, um anyway the point is so that night at it was so she passed away saturday morning or in the morning of saturday so friday night at 12.47, my friend sends me a TikTok link. The TikTok link is then followed by not one, not two, but five skulls in the chat. So I'm like, oh no, what is this TikTok about? And you know, like usually we'll be like, <laughs> dead or like, haha, lol, like I'm dead, you know? And so like you can send a skull, but also like if you send a skull to somebody, you know, it has so many nuanced meanings, right? Yeah, so many nuanced meanings in the emoji world. Um, Talking from a communications professional. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so. (laughs) Coming from a theater major, Mm -hmm. it means nothing. So this is the TikTok that my my friend sends me. Um, So at the Taylor Swift concert, everybody was passing out friendship bracelets. (laughs) So when we were talking about making friendship bracelets, this is one of the ones that um, we were talking about. Wow, what a black screen. This is great. I love I this love video that. so much. Um, I can see why. Look anyway, so in this video, they have a bracelet, a friendship bracelet that they made for the concert that says, Dead Grandma Club. That's a... Uh, 
again, talking about her grandma. New friendship bracelet that says, Dead Grandma Club. And again, this was texted right after midnight. So I was already asleep because I am sleepy baby. So do you know what I sent the next morning at 8 a.m. whenever I saw this? Oh, God. At 8.31 a.m., I texted the combination emojis of the previous said skull next to the well-known grandma emoji. That is correct, Allison. The last text message I sent before my mother called me to inform me that my grandmother was dead was, in fact, dead grandma. Dead grandma. I think think, uh, that's a spirit saying that uh, your grandma be dead. Yeah, so not only coincidentally, she died on my grandfather's birthday. Not only did I go to a concert and we were talking about grandma's dying the weekend before, but at 8.31 a.m., the last text message I sent was, in fact, dead grandma in emojis. (laughs) And then I was walking around the farmer's market and my mother calls me and I'm like, hmm, this is strange. My mom doesn't like me. Why would she be calling me? Hmm. So I answer it and I say, hey, mama, what's up? And then she proceeds to say, I'm going to need you to sit down. And you know how you have like a feeling? You're like, hmm, I wonder what this is going to be about. I think I kind of already figured out what it was going to be before I found a place to sit down. And then she told me that my grandmother had died. (laughs) Hey, but to lighten the mood, you want to know what? What? So on Mysteries of the Paranormal, Mm -hmm. I put a mic I, I called it Studio Producer Mike Fact. Mm-hmm. He said, ghosts can't wear boots. <laughs> just a fact. A Mike Fact. Well, I so, love that. Um, for those of you who really wanted to know, that's according to Mike um, and the latest episode. <laughs> Great. Out, oh, I guess it already came out. but it's, Yay. It's, uh, ghosts ghosts can't, can't wear boots. It's just a fact. Just so you know. Um. But anyway, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, your grandma's going to be walking out around without boots. She wasn't a boot gal, so I think that's okay. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming if they can't wear boots, that means they just can't wear shoes. Yeah. Um, that sucks. Anyway, and then also, so after I found out my grandma died, my husband then called her and told her that she killed my grandma, or I killed my grandma. And then she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, because that was the last thing I texted her. And then... I texted her at 11.45. I guess we're making friendship bracelets tomorrow. (laughs) Okay. Well, that was our Um, preamble of the episode. Um, Good thing we have a mini episode today, right? um, Yeah, sure. What? Um, Well, the real episode we're going to be covering today is... Not dead grandmas? Not dead grandmas. Crap. It is, in fact... The bandage man. That's such a sad thing, dude. Well, uh, I guess we're just going to have to take a commercial break. Commercial break! (laughs) And now, a word from our sponsors. Spooky.
Hi, this is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. We're two Southern sommeliers, and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine and cooking and drinking and listening to music, and we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys. We will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable. So put on your favorite vinyl, grab your favorite glass of wine, tune into our show, and let's have some fun. Wine Wine and vinyl. vinyl. (laughs) So check us out on roguemedianetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast. We'll be talking about a lot. I'm Zach. And I'm Mike. And we have a fantastic new podcast to tell you about. Bros, foes, and heroes. It's the two of us looking into the world of comics, breaking down some characters that you may have never heard of, and some that are just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so Zach comes up with a character each time, and uh, I go into it just completely blind. I don't know who this person is or what their abilities are or anything, and and basically I guess we kind of go over their origin story. And just some of the ridiculous stuff that maybe, especially Golden Age stuff. Oh, Golden yeah. Age stuff is always the best. And we will make sure to highlight all of the shenanigans and just absolute weirdness yeah. of everything. Yeah, that's right. So subscribe today and uh, follow us on Instagram at Bros Bros Heroes. And if you don't, I know where you live. Not really, but please subscribe. Frozen, <laughs> Frozen, Heroes. Gonna tell you about pros and foes and heroes. Gonna tell you about. Hey, y'all, I'm April. Hi, I'm Caroline. And we have a new podcast for you. What's it called, Caroline? Uh, Bloody Happy Hour. It's going to be your new favorite guilty pleasure. We're going to talk about some bloody stuff. Serial killers. True crime. Rape. <laughs> Rapists. Why not join us? We'll have a good time. You literally never know. I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> bloody Happy Hour. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And now, back to the show. Spooky. (laughs) So, I guess we're back now. I guess. Hi, I'm Debbie. So that was just gonna be straight going, I guess. Uh, hi, uh, hi, Debbie. How you doing? Hi. I, think sure. we, I, I said think, we need to do it. I think we clarified you, Debbie. I'm Allie. So, yep. Uh, yeah. This is Debbie and Allie, and we're back with the Bandage Man, um, Allison. Now that we've got the preamble of my grandma dying and your grandma dying, yeah. Um, are you ready to talk about spookies today? Yeah. All right. Let's hope that our grandmas aren't these things. 
<laughs> Whatever. Bandage. I guess bandage woman. Yeah. Dead grandma club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry we had to start this episode off sad, but it is, again, very funny. And, like, I cope with dark, dark humor, so I hope you guys enjoyed that story. Oh, Debbie. Um, Allison, bring like, us into this episode. I like how you talked about that, and then me, it was just like, meh. She did. She did. She did. Yeah. We gonna live. I hope. <laughs> how close were you with your grandmother that passed away? Well, considering this is the only grandmother I had that lived. <laughs> oh, my so God. Well. Out of the uh, hundred I have. Great. So, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your loss. In case I'm you sorry didn't for know. your loss. <laughs> we'll just both cry. That was what we did during the commercial break. Was just sobbing. Catch us at the end of this episode. We'll just both be in shambles, <laughs> tearing up. Um. Anyway, Allison, we're going to Canyon Beach, Oregon, and we even asked an Oregonian if he knew about this, and he straight up denied it. He's like, oh, no. Nope. He was like, oh, what? Oh, what? And what's worse is that he lived not far from... Where this take place. Well, yeah, took place. took place. Takes a place. So it's... I don't know. Man, how come on, Oregonians. Not, how does he not know about this? And he's... Come on, oreganos. Liter- oreganos? <laughs> is that what they're called? I'm pretty sure... I wouldn't want to assume it's... Or- Oregonians? Oreganians. I like oregano's. I think that's funny. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how you. you I will proceed to call people oregano's for the oregano's. rest of existence. Um, arugula. Arugula is a type of lettuce. I think. What's the difference between oregano and arugula? Oregano is also like a plant, right? Oregano is like, yeah. It's like a almost like rosemary in a sense. Mm, I think, interesting. I want to say. And that's spice facts. <laughs> Um, Allison, tell us more about this bandage man. So we said... I want to keep saying bandage boy. Bandage man. I like bandage boy better. But it's bandage man. Okay, tell me about the bandage man. So, of course, Cannon Beach, Oregon. So this happened along the sandy shores and a small coastal city of Cannon Beach. But to get there, you'll most likely have to drive through... Highway 101, which seems to be a normal highway during the day. But after hours, there are many legends there of mummy-like ghosts that patrols the highway looking for victims. That's spooky. Yeah. So, good by day. Spooky by night. <laughs> Just like me. Oh. Uh. <laughs> anyway. So during the Second World War, sawmills in Oregon saw an increase in production as construction boomed due to labor shortages. As the men and women working at the mills rushed to complete their tasks, it is no surprise that a number of accidents happened. After a bad rainstorm, a logger slipped and slid into one of the saw blades in a way that left deep gashes down his body. His co-workers are quick in getting an ambulance to arrive and seeing the severity of the cuts, the medics wrapped his entire body in bandages. The ambulance then sped off, coming to a bend in Highway 101 near Cannon Beach. The slippery road caused the ambulance to crash, 
and a short time later, police arrived, finding the medics unconscious and the man wrapped in bandages gone. Oof. A search was then conducted over the course of the next three days, but it was eventually called off. There were no reports of him wandering into the hospital, no sightings, and many of that was due to the fact that his injuries and this dead body would be found eventually. Ooh. The only thing that was ever found was a small piece of a bloody bandage. Several years later, a young couple parked their pickup truck along a secluded section of the same highway late Mm -hmm. at night. And it was moments after that they started hearing rustling sounds in the nearby tree line. But they uh, just assumed that it was going to be wind, so they kind of ignored it. Mm -hmm. And then they started to catch the smell of rotting flesh. No. So the two... As the truck shook, as if someone had climbed into the back. Ugh. Looking through the small window, they were terrified to see a man covered in bloody bandages staring back at them. In the bed of their truck? Yes. Ugh. So, they essentially started hearing rustling, thought it was the wind, blew it off. I'm so <laughs> scared. Blew it, <laughs> <laughs> blew it off. Their truck started to shake. They turned around and then saw a bloody bandage man staring back at them. Oof. He then began to yell and banging on the top of the truck. The driver started the car and uh, basically just booked it, swerving down the road, nearly avoiding a crash. When they finally stopped and turned back, the bandage man was gone. Ooh. After driving in a well-lit area, the driver crept out of the truck and searched the back. He then found a torn piece <gasps> of the bandaged man's blood <gasps> bandages. No! Yeah. Spooky. Since that day, there have been several reports of the bandage man appearing to others in the back or on top of their cars. Many claim that his appearance has called multiple accidents and even deaths. <laughs> The legends say that the bandage man is now a type of ghoul or even zombie looking to feed on flesh. Ooh, spooky. And it gets a little bit crazier. Mm -hmm. It is said that missing pets along Cannon Beach are later found half-eaten and said to be victims of the bandage man. Listen, I'm all for people crashing and dying and the bandage man getting people back a truck, but not the pets. That's where I draw the line. (laughs) The poor babies. I was going to say, that's about as bad as, like, children. I know. In (laughs) In our books, because we're pet parents. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, that's so, it's like. What did the pets do? What did they do? They're innocent. I, mean, I can understand if they're rabid animals, but like a wild dog, yeah, mm-hmm. I can maybe understand, but like a poor puppy just being taken? No. It's so sad. Well, that's super sad. Um, But now we know about the history and the background. Oh, wait, Google there's more? Chill. I'm sorry. Chill, <gasps> oh, God. I, I've started too soon. I know. Why are you trying? God, man. What more do you have to tell me, Allison? Many say that he is now some kind of ghost that wanders Highway 101 and the beach itself, where his spirit is to be forever tied to the place that he had died. And if you ever drive along Highway 101 and smell the um, rotting flesh, 
you might just want to run because um, you might be close by. The faces I've been making through this entire episode are disgusting. Disgusted faces, yeah. but also disgusting. <laughs> um, so if you guys are not watching this on our YouTube channel, you're missing out on all yeah. these primo facial expressions that I've been making. <laughs> it's insane to think, though, of, like, all the things that this like, just, and, and the thing is just, like... Sometimes we have some stories, and I just, like, get the heebie-jeebies, you know? This is one of them. This, uh, it's a sad story to begin with. Yeah, like, it's sad, and but then, also gross. And, and then it's, like... <laughs> It starts off sad and then just takes a turn to, like, creepy and mm-hmm. horrific. Yeah. I don't and, like that. Yeah. So, what you... And now that you found some stuff then, Miss, uh, yeah. trying to rush my story. I'm sorry. Listen, we have a an algorithm. <laughs> we, have a, we have a method. Oh, wait, we do? Yeah, so... Since when? Well, I'm sorry, listen. But now I say... Now that we know about the history, or in this case, the background, it's time to get into the hauntings. The spookies time. Um, and again, as we've kind of done in our previous cryptid, ghost, ghouls mythology, I'm going to be reading some first-hand account stories about what happened and how people saw the bandage man. The bandage man. All right. So the first one I'm going to be going over today is also weird because it happened with people driving down the road. So, yeah. Yeah, so they were driving down the road, but I'll I'll tell you about it. So, vroom, vroom, I'm in my car. Yeah, they were in their car. So this post happened. They posted this two years ago, but the actual story takes place seven years before that. So, again, this is an episode I'm making you guys do math. And How much of the story is actually true then? Because you could have lost so much. You listen, gotten so much. Listen. So this was written by John Joe, 1986. Um, shout out John Joe, 1986. I assume you're born in 1986. Which, uh, why is that as your username? Anyway, so here's the story. About seven years ago, I went on a day trip to Cannon Beach with my girlfriend. We were driving on the 101. Hmm. Oh. Suspicious. So from the time, let's see, if this was written two years ago. Mm-hmm. Happened seven years prior, so mm-hmm. it's nine. Mm-hmm. So eleven years ago, essentially. Yeah, yeah, essentially, nine years ago. Because it was just published two years ago. Oh wait, that's four years. Four so years plus seven. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's two years prior plus yeah. seven. That makes it nine. Anyway, so they were driving down the 101, and then saw a strange man on the side of the road with his head wrapped in bandages. Oh no! But here's the thing. So, so much that, like, the bandages were covering his face that he definitely couldn't see. Like, there's no way this man could have even seen them driving. Because they were like, dude, that dude's head's, like, wrapped up. So, as they drove by, the man then turned his head perfectly in sync with the car as though he could see them. What the heck? Even though, remember, they said that this guy's head was so bandaged that he could not see out. But as they turned... As they went down the strip, the bandage man turned his head directly in sync with the car. Oh, thank you. As though he was watching them pass. They weren't the only ones who were on the road, but he seemed to only watch them as they were going by. Ooh. Oh, thank you. Once it happened, they both felt really creeped out. He said that it got cold in the car all of a sudden. And then for years, they called it the gauze man, and it had been an inside joke in between them. So they're like, oh my god, you remember that gauze man on the side of the road? 
because they didn't know about the origins. So it had always been an inside joke. And he says the reason he's writing now is because his ex-girlfriend was looking up like Northwest urban myths and they saw the myth about the bandage man. So, so they didn't even know this was like a real, like, like they had no idea. Like this was just something they experienced and that's why it took him so long to write. Some of the pictures are very creepy. Yeah. So he had never heard of the bandage man before. That's why they kept calling him the gauze man. And then now that he found out, he was like, wait, this is like a real thing that other people have experienced. That's when they went and wrote it. So basically she like texted him and was like, hey, um, I guess we must have seen a ghost a couple years ago. <laughs> LOL. No thanks. Yeah, no thanks. Oh, um, nice. Anyway, and then he says, I'm not sure how many other stories, but it sounds like I thought I'd share because it sounds like it is in fact the bandage man. Um, so yeah, is that a little spooky? That's very spooky. Yeah. In this article, it, this says he is described as a tall, scary, and covered in bandages. Yep. The bandage man preys on teenagers late at night. These teenagers are stereotypically making out in cars or fooling, fooling around at night with other friends. Oral history states the bandage man has eaten dogs. And the creepiest part about it is that he is reported jumping into the back of pickups. And the scent of him is awful. As Ew, said, again, stated before, smelling flesh. like flesh. Which is insane. That's so spooky. The story is over 40 years old. Mm-hmm. It said it started and in like the 1950s, 1960s, kind of in that yeah, era. 50s, 60s. I think this says mid-60s, and then it says... Or mid-50s, mid to late-50s, and then this says 1960s. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and then the next story I have for us um, will also be in taking place in a car. Are you ready? In a car. Yeah. Car. Well, in a truck. In car. a truck. So, this story begins with a young couple on a date. Yes. So um, the story goes that the young couple was parked in a truck somewhere near Canyon Beach. Oblivious to their surroundings, they were in fact smooching, making out, kissing Mm -hmm. in the back of this truck when the truck began to shift. Oh no, sounds familiar to anybody? Hmm. Well, it shifted as though someone had climbed up into the truck bed. They looked out the rearview mirror to find a disfigured man covered in bandages rocking the truck back and forth nope standing in the bed of the truck he started then pounding on the window and at the top of the truck and so the boy pulled the truck out of the overlook and started driving down the highway with this creature in the back of his truck so he like you know driving right did you like my sound effects i think those are pretty dang good um Anyway, so the couple drove for a few miles with the bandage man still beating on the truck until all of a sudden he just disappeared and everything quieted down. Stories of the bandage man continued to plague Cannon Beach and the stretch of Highway 101 nearby. Over the years, some drivers have even reported a man covered in bandages jumping into their cars. Sweethearts and parking lots or overlooks report seeing the bandage man approaching their car, and others say that they've seen him on the beach walking down either side of Highway 101, a short road known as Bandage Man Road. Of course, because why would you not? 
Yeah, and then Bandage Man Road actually connects to Cannon Beach, so it's like right there, Oof. Um, which is spooky. Um, and then some believe, as we mentioned, that the Bandage Man is the ghost of a lodger who died after a horrific accident, which we talked about, um, or maybe he was working nearby. Um, of course, no fully reliable sources exist to prove the ghoul's existence, but at the end of the night, when you crawl into your tent alone and hear the snapping of twigs or footsteps nearby, you might wonder... Is the bandage man after you tonight? Probably. 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 Just don't be making out in the woods. Like, be, be respectful. Um. Anyway, so, Which yeah. I like making out in the woods. Uh, I mean, uh, good more on power, you. More power. More power to you, I guess. Um. But, yeah. Anyway, those are the two stories I wanted to tell you guys about the bandage man. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. I know we got a little sidetracked in the beginning, but I hope you enjoyed the story. It's time for my afternoon yawns. Yay, it's time for a Nancy nap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to go like, comment, and subscribe. Like I said, go check us out on our YouTube channel, the underscore Poltergals. Yeah. Um, don't forget to go check out our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash polterpals with a L and an S yep. and a P. Pals, um, and then also if you guys haven't already, head over to our affiliate link partner, Paranormality Magazine. Yeah, and use the code Poacher Pals, all lowercase, all one word, and you know get get a, that discount. Get that discount. Dude. Get that discount, Queen. Yeah. Um, if you like if you like spooky things like we do, then you're gonna like Paranormality, and we're so glad they partnered with us. Thanks, yeah. guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Good job. Okay, but for what do we have like on the docket <laughs> for Poulter? Like, what's p- posting this week? That's all for Beck. We are juices. So the last one that came out. Because we have the Terrifying Tales, Supernatural Silverton, A Gift from Robbie Allen. Oh, cool. You did that one. Yeah. Because I went, I went ahead and pushed that one out. Um, you misspelled it. Go back and fix it, Allison. Okay, anyway, A Gift from Robbie, Terrifying Tales, Walking into the Red Onion Saloon. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we're fine. Cool. Yay. We'll just keep recording. You've been listening to The Polter Gals, a Rogue Media Network podcast. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.